Welcome everybody to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. Big news, the Sydney Comedy Festival is around the corner and I've got a show in it. That's right, Tuesday, April 30th, Mark Williamson's Guns N' Roses is coming to town. As well, Dave the producer, Dave Keishan, is teaming up with friend of the show, Andrew Barnett, for Dave and Andrew's one-man show. That's on Tuesday, 7th of May, at the Factory Theatre. For tickets, visit sydneycomedyfest.com.au and for more information, visit comedyonedge.com. Now, let's start the show, Dave. Dave, hit the music. Welcome, everybody, to Edge HQ for Comedy on Edge, the podcast. Dave, the producer, is in the techie's chair. Josh is here. Lester, the intern's here. And our guest, Ronnie Chang, is here. Ronnie, how are you? What up, bro? <laughs> Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. Great intro. How you been, man? I'm okay. I'm you, good. You're Thanks. good? Thanks, you're, man. You're sort of in a bit of a transit at the moment. You're in Sydney flying visit before you head off to Brisbane? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I came up from Melbourne, where I live. Uh, came up d- to do some shows and on the way to Brisbane Comedy Festival tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow? Ah, so yeah, early tomorrow flight morning. out or you got the nice... Yeah, tomorrow you, morning. You, you know, spent a lot of... Like, in the last year, you've, you've had a big year. You've had... You know, you sort of won... Rightfully won Best Newcomer or shared it with... Matt Ocon has also been on the podcast. Yeah, Best newcomer at Melbourne Confest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that sort of took you over. So how'd you go in London? Like, did you gig in London and Edinburgh? Uh, yeah, I did. I was pretty lucky. Last year was a pretty lucky year. Um, I got to go to Edinburgh, do a couple of gigs in Edinburgh just to see the festival. I've never been there before. Uh, and then I got to go to London to do the show. Uh, have you guys been to Edinburgh before? No, no, no. no. Yeah, that place. It's, it's uh, man, what, yeah, Woods... But woods can't really you gotta f- see it it's crazy well, yeah. something like 3,000 shows or something yeah like and comedy just like real life comedy is just such a small part of it it's so <laughs> small it's so in, it's almost insignificant like we treat it as the biggest thing you know what that's unfair to say it's not insignificant in Edinburgh but there's so much stuff going on like I was watching musicals um, and okay let me just tell you this musical I watched Bill Clinton the musical <laughs> because like I'm, I, I love like uh, US politics and stuff and I went to watch. I was expecting musical to be like a you know hyperbole, like just some yeah. guy with a guitar singing songs about Bill Clinton and then calling it a musical. But uh, what it was actually a full fledged musical, small room, small stage, but great production values, great songs, and the, it was twelve pounds. And there was like eight. There was like a cast of seven and three piece live band. So these guys not making any money, but <laughs> you know they're not making any money. But man, yeah. the musical was great. Um, there's some guy whose show was his whole show was I think it's a Korean guy. His whole show was him kicking a soccer ball, like just juggling it, doing tricks. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, what, so was that, that was an cool. hour? Or? I I don't know. I didn't watch it. I wanted to. No, no wanted yeah, to, yeah. That's, that's... And then there's magic. I love magic. I was going crazy. Yeah. What about just came back to Bill Clinton? Was that like a comical musical or was it? Yeah, it was a musical. Uh, it was more comedy than drama, but it definitely had mixtures of you know mix. Of, it was a good musical, you know. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. That no, no, was enjoyable. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah. I was Keating. Did you see Keating the musical? No, but I heard of it. Oh, yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah. on DVD. But yeah, that was like real. Yeah, it was really yeah. funny. Yeah. That, that that came from the Melbourne. That started as. Small show in the Melbourne sure. Comedy Festival, and sure. yeah, it just grew. Sure. And then sure. from there, you've, you've made your TV debut on Problems. Uh, yeah, I guess that that would be the TV debut. Um, I'm, I think I've, <clears throat> I think I've been on TV before, but that was that doesn't count, I guess. 
Oh, this was, this was a, I mean, Problems was a great show. And either as Mr. Miyagi, you yeah. sort of shined. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a cool, it was a, it was a very w- unique show. Be, be <laughs> weird. Show. Has anyone here watched it? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw was, the whole thing. Yeah, it was a pretty weird show. It's exactly the kind of show which Sam Smith wanted to do. So good for him for yeah, actually it was, getting it done. It was good that he had, yeah, that yeah. they gave it sort of, because yeah. did the, obviously the creative freedom. Cause, I mean, oh, yeah. Because yeah. Sam is, yeah, he's definitely a unique very act. Very unique act. Uh, I mean, the show is really funny. Um, I mean, I, I think it's fair for me to say that uh, some parts of the show I like better than others, just like everybody else. Oh, yeah, of course. But of what course. was really interesting was when you talk to people, the parts which you think were awesome are the parts which other people didn't like, and then the parts which they didn't like, sorry, the parts which they liked are the parts which I didn't like. So everyone, it was, yeah. which just proves comedy so subjective. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was yeah. a show that, yeah, now that I think about it, there was a lot, mm. a lot, like for me, it was like gr- watching a show like that, you see yeah. so many of your friends and colleagues yeah. in there, and the one, yeah. like, I, I love Mr. Miyagi, that was mm. one, but for <laughs> me, the one that I blew, David Quirk, yeah, yeah. a guy I know to say, <laughs> and just seeing him and Sam in that, yeah. like that, I think yeah. I had tears of laughter sure, just watching that. Sure. And I mean, that's it's a, it's a cliche, but honestly, it was, you know, comedy subjective because the parts which some people loved were exactly the parts which people didn't like. So, as in, so there was just all this, there was something for everyone and there was something for everyone to hate in it as well. Like everybody hated one part of it. Everybody loved one part of it. And the cool thing was that it was never the same parts. I talked to so many people about it and we all loved different things about it. So... You know, and that's cool, man. That's no, cool. that's cool. I mean, it's yeah. great that the, I mean, TV at the moment, there's sort of a renaissance. Like, as we see tomorrow night, Josh Thomas's show comes on air. Right. And yeah. it's just good that, like, networks are taking it and creating great shows. Like, sure. you know, I think, I think if you went back probably 10 years, there's no way problems would, something like sure. problems would get on the sure. air. You know, I wouldn't know. I'm not very familiar with TV, uh, Australian or otherwise. So I wouldn't know the, the trends or the culture. But, I mean, um, I, I do know that it's hard to get anything on TV. Mm. You know, it's yeah. hard. Even you know, people try for a long time to get good stuff on, and they. You, well, they Josh's can't. show's been in development, I think, for three or four years. Three years, wow, that's great. And yeah, yeah. It just finally got up. Um, yeah. The other, well, the other thing I remember seeing when problems Sam announced on Twitter it was coming out. Yeah, seeing a very early promo photo yeah. of you in the uniform. It was. Yeah. They got airbrushed, I think. Yeah, the, they the, were, yeah. How did you, how did you know? I just know. I just I remember seeing a picture going. Oh, that's a bit more of Ronnie than I've seen before. Yeah, I know. Uh, there's a story behind that which I don't think anyone wants to know about. <laughs> <laughs> that story, the story behind that was they took a photo, promo photos, and I actually saw the photos, and there was a lot going on downstairs. Yeah, yeah, it was because very... I was wearing lycra. I was wearing lycra, and I actually emailed the producer and said, "Hey, man." Could you just help me out here and could you just make sure that these photos get photoshopped before they go out because that's just a lot. It's just pretty revealing. I just said yeah, it pretty yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Right. And the producer was like, oh, don't worry. Oh, that's, don't even feel weird for asking. We'll definitely do that. Don't worry. Uh, but what happened was that the photographer, who's a great photographer, by the way, he's, uh, he's a legend in Melbourne. He, ta- yeah. he has taken photos of every comedian uh, in Australia for the past 50 years. He's oh, taken right. the headshots. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a famous guy. He's really cool. And uh, he kind of went, I'm going to say he went rogue and he just posted photos because there's a really cool photo, very really cool background mm. in it. He just posted this stuff online and, you know, unedited. So everything's there. You know, I don't know. I felt a bit weird because... I don't know. It was, it was one of those things where I'm like, whoa, that was... Yeah, I know. I mean, because especially being a Sam Simmons show, I'm like, okay, he's, yeah. he's really going out there with yeah, this one. Yeah, and that was the day, yeah, I decided to uh, wear... Yeah. Well, with like, like <laughs> you're a fellow, you're a, are you a wrestling fan or more a UFC fan? Uh, I guess UFC than wrestling. Yeah. But yeah, but well, with pro wrestling, I mean, obviously yeah. they live their life in spandex. Yeah. And 
There's a famous story in one of Mick Foley's books where mm. there's a wrestler called Al Snow and he wears like the leotard, like sure. the women's bathing suit. I and know Al Snow, yeah. To look good on TV, yeah. like normally you'd you'd wear a pair of underpants underneath just yeah. so in case, you know, you slip, yeah. it gets exposed. Yeah. But Al Snow didn't wear underpants today. Yeah. And they're like, why aren't you wearing underpants? Oh, it looks good on TV, man. It looks... So, oh, okay. And one of the wrestlers knew that. So they picked Al Snow uh, up for a suplex uh, and sort of grabbed... Uh, Grab the tights and <laughs> this arena of 5,000 people got to see the whole Al Snow show. Yeah, that's, uh, that was one of my biggest fears. I'm pretty cautious of what goes on the internet. Yeah. So, so for that to slip through my filter was pretty... But then again, then, then you make the correction, the personal correction where I'm like, no one's look, really looking at this. I mean, sure, for comedy fans are looking at this, but this yeah, is yeah. going to be, you know, it's not like... It's not like this is going on TMZ. So, yeah, it's not, <laughs> like, this is fine. Yet, yeah, yeah. No once you hit a big man, it's like, <laughs> I've got, I've screenshot that picture. Screenshot it's that like, picture. I've got, I've got TMZ ready. It's like right. five grand. I've got, I've got the inside story. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Don't worry, we're not going to bribe. <laughs> you know, although, five grand, it's a lot of money. Five uh, grand for what? Photos on my, photos on me naked. Yeah, or, or if, oh, it's near naked. It's it's a very reveal. It was a very revealing. Shot. It's a bit revealing. I'm thanks for co- constantly pointing that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I've been trying to not think about it. Uh, well, <laughs> that's why we get you here. It's like, funnily enough, Dave. Just um, we've got a life size picture. We're going to blow. We won't bring that in. We won't bring that in. We're getting back. You mentioned earlier, like you you sort of didn't grow up in whereabouts. You lived in Boston for a time being. Uh, I lived in Manchester, New Hampshire. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, and that's the nearest, biggest city was Boston. So oh. we would go to Boston. Boston was like, what, two hours away? Or maybe a little bit more? I can't remember. And how, how long were you there for? Uh, I was there for five years. Five years? Yeah, Around five what years. age would you Three been? to eight. Three, so you probably didn't go down to Cheers to have a beer there. No, <laughs> no. But... I, no, I didn't. No, <laughs> no, no, no I didn't. Yeah. Well, see, because Dave, you, you lived in you lived in Boston too, or I just lived outside Boston for a summer, and it's a it's a big Irish town for so. a summer. Yeah, for like summer. five months. Like well, for school, I, I I interned in a in a technical company during oh. a uni. Uh, they sent us off to intern. What year? Uh, no year. A good one. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, did you like it? Oh man, you know. Well, Lowell is actually the town. Do you know that movie that has? Um, yeah, Christian uh, Bale. Christian and Bale and Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. And when I was there, it was the safest town, city in America. Okay. But then something went wrong, and now it's meant to be one of the most fun towns. Oh. But it's just because That's unusual. nothing really? happens there. It's really boring, and it's just uh, it's just a really What's dead that? town. Wait, this is this is what is bothering me now? What was that movie? The, the Fighter. The right? Fighter. Yeah, yeah, The Fighter. With yeah. Mickey Ward, yeah. Because yeah. he had like the warrior out around the same time and you're just like yeah. getting really confused. Yeah, the pride of Lowell. Oh, um, I don't know. I was thinking warrior. So this, hang on, which is the one with Kurt Angle in it? Uh, that, <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's how I know w- my movies, by wrestling. That's WWF. No, 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 he was in, um, he was in, I think it was the f- fighter, like he was in one of the, Okay. he was the bat, like he played one of the, it, wasn't it was the one with Wahlberg in it. No. it no. No. YouTube it, Google it, IMDb it. <laughs> Kurt no. Angle was in, I'm pretty sure it was one. What was the one with the two brothers? That was the Warrior. Yeah, the Warrior. Yeah. That's Ma- the one. Kurt Angle was the main. Sure, but Warburg wasn't anywhere near that. Oh, okay, I, I think the Warrior. Oh, no, it was the Aussie Tom guy. Hardy. Tom Hardy and uh, Warrior yeah. was Tom Hardy and and the Aussie guy, the Joel. Edgerton. Yeah, Edgerton. That's the one that Angle. Oh, he's was in. Australian. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. 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 What well, a good movie though, The Fighter. The Fighter was a good one. Apparently, though. it took him like eight, ten years to make it or something, right? Because he had to. He filmed it and it stopped, and then film it and then he stopped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, a, yeah, it was an interesting town. It was. Uh, it was really boring, but I did I did shoot up to New Hampshire. Uh, you shot up there, yeah. yeah. When, what like, heroin or oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I forgot. 
on my bicycle, I cycled on the roads. Uh, <laughs> to New Hampshire. To New Hampshire, because I get all like... Not Manchester, right? Just New no, Hampshire. No, Ma- Manchester's a bit too far away. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I met a girl from... I was doing a show at the comedy store, and I met someone from Manchester, New Hampshire. Okay. And it was quite mind-blowing, because I never meet anybody from Manchester. And she was doing that whole thing like... Oh, you su- she knew I used to stay in America. And so she said, where did... where did She asked me, where did I stay? And I said... Uh, I, oh, sorry. Let me rephrase that. She was from America. I said, where do you stay? She said, I used to stay in Boston. And I said, I used to stay near Boston. Uh, I used to stay in Man- uh, New Hampshire. And she says, no, I'm from New Hampshire. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, why do you say Boston? Because no one ever knows New Hampshire. Yeah, no one ever knows it. And so I said, okay, well. And then she asked me where in New Hampshire I stayed. And I said, Manchester. And she was like, get out. I used to stay in Manchester. And I was just like, and she was accusing me of lying, even though she was, you know what I mean? She was asking me first. Yeah, yeah. It's and just, I was like, how much? It sounds was, like you're making it up. Right. You know? Like, I'm not even, ma- like, you're asking me, I'm answering you. It's not like I'm saying I'm living. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but it was cool. I never, I never saw her again, but it was uh, interesting. Okay. To, I've never met one person. Oh, apparently and Adam Sandler's from Manchester. Oh, really? Manchester? Oh, yeah. Really? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's, a, it's a strange part because I, I kind of um, spent a lot of time in Boston itself or, yeah. or Beantown, as they call it. Yeah. And, uh, so what's, the, what, what's up with this? This is the Irish diaspora. Is that what's going on Spor- there? Oh, no, no. No, I just was... Uh, uh, my Irish university sent me to America. Uh, and you just happened to go to the most Irish place in America? Yeah. You could have gone anywhere else? Or? Oh, no, no. Just, there was a, no, a it's comp- limited on his passport. <laughs> right. Only, there were, there only there, Boston. There was, a, there was a company over there that, that uh, had Irish offices. Of course. Of course. Yeah, typical it, Irish company. Tech Valley, yeah. Silicon Valley's in LA, yeah. California. So... Uh, they no, send you to Boston. Up, up around, oh no, the, the, there's a place called uh, Silicon Alley. In, Silicon Alley. <laughs> in New York City. You, so and, you went to Boston. And, and Boston up around. You uh, get silicon low, stabbed. You know, <laughs> silicon stabbed. Uh, Chelmsford, you know where Chelmsford is? It's near, Wait, New York? Chelmsford is near the border of New Hampshire. Okay. And they have a big tech kind of area there, and it's called cool. Silicon something as well. I don't know. Silicon, I can't remember. Cool. Silicon, silicon Valley. So there's Valley, Alley. Mallee. I don't know. Mallee. Mallee. Silicon Valley. Right. But the uh, yeah, so I spent a lot of time in in Boston and and they they love the Irish there. They just absolutely dude. Love they them. are Irish, yeah. like well, not near Irish. No, yeah. it's like you know you had like this six foot tall blonde chick going, "Oh, you're Irish. I'm Irish too." It's like no, no, you're not. Why? Why you gotta be like that? Why no. can't they be Irish? Because you didn't have to. You didn't have to learn Irish for fourteen years. You didn't have to fucking sit in the rain for fourteen years. You didn't have to. Dude. You know, these are the things that make Jim you Irish. Jim really Owen used to have. I don't know if it was a bit or a song, but he used to sort of go. He goes on St. Paddy's Day. Everyone's Irish because your mother once visited Cork or something. Yeah, that's that. That's that. I did change that opinion. That's how I arrived when I first arrived. But then I spent two years living in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and I worked with a guy. He was an American, yeah, but his mom was Irish. Yeah, and then I realized, oh yeah, that's why he's Irish because he's got the same fucked up stories I have about my mom. mom. Kind of just the same know, upbringing. The, yeah, the same upbringing, yeah. making the soda. But bread. wait, let's go back to this blonde woman, as <laughs> as, as though you would say. Oh, I'm Irish. Yeah, you're not Irish. No, you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, you're Irish. I'm Irish. Let's go. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's play patty cake. This Irish thing, man. Uh, yeah, the diaspora interests me because the Chinese diaspora is pretty. I, I mean, I live, I, I'm from Malaysia. Yeah, you're I'm ethnically Chinese. Ethnically Chinese. So I worked quite a lot of ethnically Chinese as Dude, well. people, some people can't wrap their heads around this. Like, what? Yeah. I, I don't know how to make it any clearer. I, you guys obviously get it. Majority mm. of people understand, but there's this one guy who I love him the bits. He's, he works at the com, uh, comics. Comics Lounge in Melbourne. I told him, like, I'm Malaysian Chinese. He's like, are you Malay or are you Chinese? I'm <laughs> like, dude, my nationality is Malaysian. My race is Chinese. And he just couldn't get it. Like, and he just kept on saying, well, then I'm English-Australian because I'm English-Anglo, but my nationality is Australian. And I'm like, 
Technically, yeah. yeah okay, you are. But like, no one calls it that. How Irish are you? Are you like Irish, born and raised, what, 25 years? 25 years, actually. Yeah. How do, you, how do you want to ask how I knew, knew 25 years? Well, uh, I just guess. That's a good guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been living I'm like, I've been watching Sherlock a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I've been watching Sherlock <laughs> a lot. It's, it's becoming... Oh, bro. It's, you don't US even... You guys do not even... Both. Both? Oh, you just Sherlock at... I watch Elementary... Which is the US yeah. version, and then I went. I went to watch the UK version. You went that way. I went the I, other way. Yeah, oh. yeah. I, I I usually go US first, and then if it's good, I'll check out the UK. No, one. I saw the UK one first, and then went the yeah. American. Yeah, of course you would. You're like UK. Mm. No. Oh, 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 oh wait, oh, oh, no. oh, oh, dude, oh, dude, that's the one thing you uh, don't do, uh, <laughs> Josh. Just to take the glass out of Dave's hands. <laughs> take the glass. Out. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. I went to yeah, I went to Edinburgh for the first time. These goddamn dude, the Scottish. And uh, this United Kingdom the, for the United Kingdom, first of all, they are not very united. Okay, no, these no, guys. No, no, no. So they will be part of the United Kingdom, but don't call them English. Sure, and, and that's that's where they they lose. And it. dude, that's okay. You can that's fine. You you can whatever you need to get by. But then what when it starts affecting me is when I have Scottish pounds, uh, and then. I go to England and they go. I can't take this. That's pound. crazy. Why oh, does and Scotland still have the pounds? I no, 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 no. It's no, no. It's it's worse than that. So it's all sterling, but each bank kind of prints its own notes and they won't even take their own notes in different parts of the country. So, like, I went to Gibraltar and came back with pounds and they wouldn't take them to the UK. But get this, I worked in Ireland in a shop and then they would turn up with their British pounds in a country where we don't even use sterling and then expect it to be taken. Wait, what? so what do you use in Ireland? Uh, well, it's the euro now. Oh, it's the euro now, okay. But so, so, yeah, exactly. So what... Yeah, I know you look confused. Yeah, no, no, it's just like, it sounds baffling. to me like you guys are being victims of fraud. Let like, me explain. I know we use our own money in this <laughs> shop. Oh, look, this let is Fleur Yellow. I've got a picture of your nan it. on it. That's exactly what it is. No, let that's me explain exactly. this from the non-UK guy, uh, non-European dude point of view. So you go there and you get pounds. Yeah. You get pounds and that's it, pounds. Everyone in the UK uses pounds. But in Scotland, they print it with Scottish pound. And they have like Scottish faces. Scottish bank. English, they have English faces. Wales, they have Welsh faces. And everybody accepts English pounds, no problem. But then when you use non-English pounds in London, apparently it's an issue. Like if you bring Scottish pounds in, they'll be like... Granted, that never happened to me. But I was told that that would be an issue. Uh, yeah. See, I, I just assumed everyone was... I thought everyone no, if you was went, on the euro. No, if you I went thought to the euro would... Uh, I thought they were all gone, the others. Dude, the pound, come on. The pound? Oh, the yeah. pound? The pound. It's been so strong, they can't join the euro. Yeah, they anyway, never joined not, yeah, they never no, joined, yeah. I, I Excuse my ignorance. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I just assumed it was euro. That's okay, man. That's my plan. I've just got yeah. thousands of euros. Now I can't go to England. And also in Europe, they put the dollar sign at the back. What's up with that, bro? They also do that with the cricket scores, too. Like, Do you follow cricket or... Cricket scores come in a fraction. What's yeah, up, like what's up with that, bro? Like in Australia, <laughs> it's you get one wicket. Like you get yeah. your wickets first, so like you're one for fifty. Yeah. But in England, they do it backwards, so like it's fifty right. for one. But right. in the UK, still are on imperial. Everything's miles and pounds and and all that sort of stuff and pints. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. I but thought it's kilometers. Uh, and no, 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 no. Really? No, and oh. it's a, and you have these things called. Um, Oh, what I thought America Imperi- was the only one that uh, same, the yeah, same as well so Imperial Warriors or something or uh, Crusaders they refused to, to move over because sometimes that's like, just dumb and, but in Ireland in the mm. 70s we decided to go metric because yeah. what to give an F you to the a English little bit oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. we only went half metric so <laughs> all the distances were in kilometres but all the speed limits were in miles I feel like and, we're not and it, yeah and it was just like you know it was crazy So you have, but you'd get all your cars from the UK because 
in Europe we'll be driving the same side as each other, yeah. but in Europe everyone's on the other side. Mm. So our speedos would still be in miles, but the distances would be in kilometers. Mm. I'm starting to see now why Irish jokes took off with, <laughs> with yeah. that logic. See that one? That's an exactly yeah, a good case a, where it makes a lot of that's sense. Right up there with the screen yeah. door for the submarine joke. Yeah, like but one not involving. But they did have the uh, the solar panel, solar powered uh, torch mm. that actually exists now. <laughs> what? Yeah, you just you, you put it out during torch. the day, charge the battery, use it at night. Yep, yeah. yeah, I know. I'm with you on this. I've been following this solar torch thing yeah, since so I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I feel like I'm not. F- we're not letting Josh and Lester into this conversation. No, no, no. That's a jo- that's we don't. Okay. We don't know. What, let, boys, have you got any comments? Any lines? Not really. No. Uh, great. Well. Thanks for I put myself on the line here and uh, is there's a, a poster of Jimi Hendrix on the wall. You probably is. get more sense out of it than Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's unfair, Jimmy, man. any comments? <laughs> let me let me be. I, I want to be clear though. I, feel, I I'm not the guy who goes to because I've lived in. I'm not trying to brag, but I've lived in so many different countries that I'm beyond the point of going to a place and and going like, oh, these guys do things differently here. What a bunch of idiots! Like that's not my, you know, that's not my angle at all. I don't, I don't <laughs> believe that. I don't want to come across as that. I think that's really immature to go like oh, that. Yeah, you know, yeah, of course. So of course. I'm not that guy who goes to England and goes, what you guys use pounds, but you guys don't use it here. What a bunch of idiots! So I mean, it was just, it, but that there was something that happened. We got there and we were, yeah, and, no, 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 yeah. no, that's and, and we we used we tried to use London pounds in in Scotland, which was fine. And then someone told me not to use Scottish pounds in London. That's all. That's all that happened. So let me not exaggerate that story. That's the extent of. It's, um, it's really, you know, it is. It's true. It's annoying. I, I like true. Gibraltar is actually uh, at the tip of uh, Spain. Is that the Rock of Gibraltar? Yeah, but yeah, that's where it is. But that's still a kind of a, a crown dependency, and they have their own sterling as well. Oh come on! Yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, we just happened to be going back to the UK, and yeah. we couldn't use it. Well, like, well, there you go. How do we get rid of this? We're not going back to Gibraltar yeah. again. Well, that is where, like Comedy on the Edge, our Tuesday night comedy room is exit by donation, and we used to be up in King's Cross, and every Tuesday. I would get every single denomination under the sun, like oh, in the bucket. Cool. Like I've got a coin collection there from everything. And right. now now I'm starting to understand why. They're like, oh, I'm right. a backpacker in Australia. Oh, this Gibraltar coin's not, ah, oh, here, we'll pay for comedy. Right, man. right, right. Uh, but before the Euro, man, I drove across uh, Europe before the Euro uh, came in and went through the Netherlands, Germany. You drove across Europe? Yeah, okay. went from uh, Amsterdam all the way down yeah. through uh, Nice, yeah. through Germany and Switzerland initially. Mm. And I was only in Italy for like about three hours, mm. but I had to get the money. That was such a pain. Right. I had to use the tolls, and it just—I ended up coming back from that right trip. before the euro. Before, before the euro, the euro. Yeah. right? I, I, I went home with this like uh, one liter Steiner kind of <laughs> glass full of just <laughs> notes and coins, coins yeah. which I can never use ever again because then right. the euro did come in. Right? But didn't they have a buyback scheme for like you couldn't go to a bank? Go, oh, change this for euros or? I thought it would o- be only, easy. only in the currency of your own country. So I'd have to go back to Italy and oh. Germany. So for the sake of five dollars, you'd have to go back to Italy yeah. to get your five dollars. <laughs> 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 see why the euro came in, but uh, it's sort of falling apart yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of cool uh, when they brought it in, but yeah, the whole kind of strategic economic integration. But we're not going to get into that right now. Oh no! Well, yeah, no, no, we'll save that. This is neither time. the time nor the forum for <laughs> yeah. for for that kind of um, to debating the world issues. But yeah. just, do you ever think we'll ever? get a, world, a single world currency like no. like Star Trek uh, yeah uh, <laughs> maybe yeah maybe it's going to be a long time they don't use money in Star Trek yeah that's what, what I mean that's yeah. what I mean they yeah. just don't use money yeah. what do that's they what use? I mean they're just, they're, they're just they really j- everyone happy. gets what they need yeah they're that's really it. happy with themselves yeah. And, yeah. You know. I like that idea everyone gets what they need yeah but, but some say it's a you know a, a, it's a it's a what's the an, analogy for communism yeah. oh yeah well yeah. kind of a, yeah well, that's like socialism. Yeah. That's like the Smurfs. But then they paint, communists. Communists. Yeah, but then they paint themselves into a corner 
It's like, fuck, man, we can't do anything. So they brought the Ferengi in, and they're all obsessed with, like, Latin. Okay, okay. Bro, well, you've got way too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two days, This is... We'll save <laughs> that for Dakeshian Star Trek now. I think that's episode... Actually, episode 11, we had Andy Kindred, who worked on the show. Oh, dude, you had Andy Kindred? Yeah. Oh, man, the, the guy, he's great. Oh, no, no, Andy Kindred. Oh, sorry, Andy Kindred, not Andy Kindler. Oh. Andy's an African-American lady who used to work on the Star Trek series. And you had her on the show? Yeah, yeah. She's, that's huge. She lives in Sydney. That's yeah. huge. She, um, we got her, it was Dave's birthday present. We're like, that's we're huge. We're sick of him bringing up Star Wars, Star that's Trek so good. on every single podcast. I got to go listen to the episode, man. That's really cool to listen have. Listen to it. Uh, speak of Andy Kindler, I saw him in Montreal. Cause I, I, oh, you yeah, went to Montreal Yeah, I went too? to Montreal, yeah, yeah. How's so. that, like, how does that one fit in? Like, Edinburgh, I think, is mm. the massive... Melbourne's a pretty big festival. Where is it? Uh, okay, so Edinburgh is, by volume, the biggest. Mm. Uh, I think Montreal is, is, is super cool. By volume, not the biggest, but by industry attention, probably. Yeah, it's invite-only Montreal. Invite-only, um, and it's... It, man, I know I just said that I know I just said that words can't describe Edinburgh, but really words can't describe Montreal because it's not what you expect at all. It's very, it's almost like a comedy convention. Yeah. Because you have talks and you have industry there and it's, everyone's doing a showcase, that's it. And the style of comedy is so different. They just want punchy showcase, TV ready, kind of seven minute spots. Whereas Edinburgh is like, here's my show. Yeah. Um, like, like Melbourne, here's my show. Yeah. Um, but Montreal is just a showcase thing. Um, yeah. It was really, it was really cool to go. Yeah. But how's the vibe there when Andy Kindler does his like State of the Union address and it's like great. insults it's great. everybody? Is it a friendly Bro, vibe it's, or like Yeah, no, it's fr- it's fine. It's just fine. Everyone gets it, you know. No one's there. No one's there being. No one's there being anti. Even at, if there's even an alternative comedy gala yeah. for people who do alternative comedy, which in fact is the Andy Kindler gala. Sorry, they divide it according to galas. That's how yeah, they do yeah, it. Yeah, there's like because they got the Rude show. Yeah, they got the, the Aussie yeah, show. Yeah, so that's how they do it in Montreal. Um, and so no, the Andy Kindler. In fact, the Andy Kindler State of the Union. I'm not okay. Let me just give some background for guys who probably aren't into comedy. I'm surprised you know about it because I didn't know about it until I went to Montreal. The the Andy Kindler State of the Union address is a yearly thing where they invite Andy Kindler every year to come <laughs> on. It's just Andy Kindler, and he comes on and he will basically spend about 30, 40 minutes dissing the entire industry in a really funny way. And his, you know, it's always funny watching him yeah. do his thing. Um, and no, everyone takes in good spirits. This year, he, I think you can listen to it online. He was like dissing... Louis. Uh, he dissed Louis. He dissed uh, real, reality TV. It was great, man. I, I love yeah. Andy Kindler. I think, uh, you know, alternative comedy is great when it's accessible. I think it's really funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah I think so too. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, with Montreal, there's just so many different genres and sure, stuff. Yeah, sure. and I mean that's the thing with comedy. Like, it's hard. Like, we perform at comedy nights where, like, like take you're at the st- you were at the store last week. Yes, sir. Where was there ten comics? Or was it a ten night or was it about eight comics? Six, seven, seven, seven. comics. Yeah. And I mean, I'd imagine people would go, "Oh, I went and saw the comics," but of those, there'd be seven pretty different styles. Well, it'd be different styles. Yeah, like, and that's I think where comedy sort of. There's very different styles and it can be subjective. And that's something we've really got to battle against in a way. Who's, who's we? Who's, well, as an industry, like I think stand-up in Australia is oh. growing, but I don't think it's oh. massive. You know, it's, it's not. It's yeah. not very massive. But um, oh, so you mean battling against uh, everyone being lumped together under one yeah, genre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like, okay. I think, yeah. And okay. I think like, like, I mean, I like take my experience, stand-up and impro. Yeah. Don't for some reason there's they don't, they don't get along. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know why. I agree. I've met I agree. Impro people, they're lovely people. Oh, I yeah. like impro shows, but yeah. I've, it's rare that you see them working together. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, it's the same. Like it's in music, it's like you know, you get your death metal nights, yeah. you get your folksy yeah. nights. Yeah. But that's get, okay, right? I mean, as long oh, as yeah. there's no animosity. It no, no, no. But I just yeah. think I think 
Like for me, I think stand up. I, I think stand up going to see live shows is one yeah. of the best things sure, ever. Sure. And I wish like there was more of that. Like it's great that Sam Simmons is on TV, but how cool would it be if like more other than the gala stand up nights are on TV? Like l- why isn't there a show live from the Comedy Store right. on the network? Right. How, like you know we've sure. got all that in the US. Sure. sure. Yeah. I mean small market. True. True. But small I just market. think I think the I average but like. Do you do many country gigs or? I've done a few, not the most, but I do. I do. Do you my find share. when you go out there, people go, "Oh, this is fun!" Like, you, like I do a lot of gigs for rugby clubs, they do. and people <laughs> go out. Well, well, you look. do rugby club gigs, oh man! Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, but you say that, but you go out there, and yeah. people they've bought tickets, they want to raise I know. funds, they I know. don't know what's going to happen, and then they go up to you, "Oh, that was fun! Oh, we lo- we should do that more." And yeah. It's like, well, yeah. There's the comedy store and see. Oh no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next. Yeah, year. yeah, but you can't. I mean, it's so far away from them. You know what I mean? Oh, true, yeah. true. But I yeah. mean, the other. Oh. I hear you. I do. I do the sporting clubs in Victoria. So yeah. the AFL clubs, the footy clubs in Victoria. I do that stuff and same thing. But I, I, I totally hear what you're saying. You're saying that people, you wish everyone had a greater appreciation for comedy. Yeah, kind of. Um, but you know, I, I try to see it from a layman's point of view. Even though I'm in the industry kind of I try to see it from a, yeah, no, no, as no. much as I can and the layman is like for, for them comedy it's like me saying ballet to you you know there's probably so many subgenres of ballets and all that oh, we, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we don't know jack about that we just occasionally go oh that's ballet over there maybe we might be persuaded to watch it maybe we might enjoy it and then we'll co- go back again but we don't become b- ballet nerds you know, yeah. yeah, but you know, with yeah, comedy, yeah, no. because we're in it, it's. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate here. No, no, and, no, and no just that's, be cool, like, that, that's cool. That's cool. Lester here is actually a big ballet fan. Oh yeah, ballet yeah, fan. Yeah, he's about to. Yeah, Lester, Lester took yeah. the mic from Dave. So we've only got three mics. Yeah, and Lester took it. Then he was going to give us all the styles. You know, yeah. on point. Break, break it down. Yeah. Who's the Who's the Andy Kindler of ballet? <laughs> who's the Andy yeah. Kindler? The, the this ballet is so alternative, man. The state this of the Union address. It's just ballet. all done with feet. It's yeah, amazing. it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't podcast the feet. You know, be a case. It was tapped. Dancing it'd be easy because yeah. you tap, 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 Well, that's a whole other industry. Yeah. Tap dancing is its own, you know. Massive rivalry. The Andy Kinlaw of tap dancing. Right. You thought the East Coast West Coast rap battle had lots of gunshots. <laughs> ballet versus tap right. dancing. Right. They're still counting the bodies there. <laughs> We're right. sort of getting that. Like you're you're taking off with comedy now, but you're sort of you, last year you qualified as a lawyer. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you working like you're still doing in court or? No, I was working at a law firm for six months last year to get qualified. Yeah, yeah. Then I got qualified. And I mean, it was nice to everyone con- congratulating me, but the reality was I actually qualified like six months before I did the ceremony. Yeah. So for me, it was just a ceremony. You know so what I mean? Have you, but have you any, like, obviously, thankfully, your career is going great. Any plans to just. You just sort of plan to maybe do a little bit of work just to keep in the field? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I kind of stopped trying to plan things. I'm just trying to see how it goes right now. Um, things are going okay now, so I, I will keep at it. Well, that's yeah. good. But do you ever think, like, obviously, like, working in a festival show each yeah. year, you yeah. need stage time. Yeah. Have you ever thought of maybe going and doing some court cases? There's an audience. <laughs> you know, you're in there, you've got a jury, you yeah. can work in some new material. There. That really doesn't work at all. If you've been to court, yeah. That so it's not like Boston Legal? Uh, like. No, it's... It, <laughs> It is the complete opposite of Boston Legal. In fact, yeah. yeah. Well, that actually, I did first year law and didn't draw. And I remember first year law. Where at? Where at? Unitas. Unitas. Yeah. Oh, it's just in Tasmania, but we'll talk about oh, it later. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get to there, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I remember my first lecture. This was before Boston Legal. Yeah. And I remember first, we all sit down yeah. and our tutor just walks in and she goes, Matlock is not real. Yeah. No, and she yeah. named all these, LA Law, not real. All yeah. these shows. She goes, yeah. This yeah. is the law. Go yeah. to court and watch it. It's nothing yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I think that's what lost it for me. I'm like, what? Exactly. I want to be Matlock. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Did you, you're probably a bit young. Did you ever see Matlock? I know Matlock. <laughs> I, mean, I love it. young. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Very young. Dude, I know Matlock. Come on. I know Matlock. <laughs> no, 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 but it's just, I mean, yeah. it's for, those, for, those, for those young teens out there listening to it, go and watch Matlock. It's the only lawyer 
who would solve a case <laughs> just as he's summing up. Sure. It was great, the sure. whole thing. He's wearing a trench coat, come on. Yeah. 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 Perry Mason is not real. You know? Who's Perry Mason? That, so that, you've, d- you've just dated yourself there, Lester. Perry Mason. I've heard the name Perry Mason, but I don't know what show. It's a black and white Yank show. Perry Mason. Was that dude. the show, name of the show? And the like, was it one of those Perry like, Mason? I love the, Lucy. I love it was, Lucy. It was that era. It was like after school, three thirty. You'd have like Get Smart, and then like Perry Mason on at four, what? and like you know, Get Smart. Yeah. Wow, that's still on TV. Like, like, the original the run or like the rerun? Yeah. Oh jeez. Well, that's the. I mean, that's yeah. That's the whole. I mean, at the moment with digital TV, you think all these new channels. You think, oh, there'll be great opportunities. Mm. They're just rerunning everything. Yeah. Hogan's Heroes is onto its fiftieth <laughs> reunion. Yeah. I mean, this is the problem. Australian. TV's got like we at the moment they played um, Kingswood Country. Have you ever been exposed to that? No, sorry. It's a show. For, no, don't be sorry. <laughs> I, I'm I, I when I tell you the premise, I wish as a nation should be apologising uh, to you. <laughs> it's basically a show from the seventies that's racist. It's the father's <laughs> racist. The daughter marries an Italian husband, yeah, and his whole like the. Yeah. The big setup is shut up, wog, oh. shut up, wog, and they're replaying this. You know why they're oh. replaying it on channels? Because Channel Seven has another sitcom from the eighties that they oh. can never show. Australia's most successful sitcom, Hey Dad. Yeah. Oh, they can't show that. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> the lead actor is currently in court facing. No, I understand that, but yeah. really, that that well, just... there's no way they could show okay. like a show okay. with. Yeah, it's like old edition of the collectors. Man, They're not going to be replayed. Wow, that's such a loss in assets. Man. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's that's a write off. Yeah, it's but complete. it's just it's tragedy for Australian TV. Like we've got all these avenues now, but if <laughs> we've got nothing to show, but mm. Ben Oxenbold is lost to the country now. Well, he, he was in court this week. Was he really? He got caught. Um, during, was he? He was the second nudge, wasn't he? He was like a nudge ripper. Yeah, there was two nudges. Sorry, this is the, the Hey Dad nerd trivia here. Um, we'll probably get ASIO tapping in to see what we explain. <laughs> oh, don't, don't. But basically, he was in court. He actually, as a lawyer, you can, he got pulled over by the police for speeding. Or, yeah. And they said, where's your license? He goes, I haven't got it. Yeah. He gave a name and then they go, oh, well, we've got to go fingerprint you. Yeah. He gave his twin brother's name. Oh. And then when he but he got to the they're about to fingerprint him and then he goes oh no that's my brother I was lying and I think he got like a sixteen would you advise that uh, to a client would I advise lying <laughs> to the police no don't do that that's the yeah that's pretty don't do that he's passed his bar exam <laughs> no I don't, don't yeah but, but down in Tassie whereabouts we down in Tassie I was at Hobart by the way can I just say for the record Tasmania underrated. Very. As a place, underrated. The people too. Oh, people are great. Um, <laughs> what little, what little people I've seen from Tasmania. Yeah. Oh, was that a self-reference? Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. I spent 20- well, I- dude, it's true. I mean, all the in Tasmanians I've interacted with are awesome. No one's a dick. Um, <laughs> what am I missing? What's oh, the there catch? are there are dicks. I've got I've got a list of names oh, okay. of Tasmanians who are dicks. What am I missing? What's the catch, man? In Hobart, love, like, Hobart's love. Hobart is underappreciated. The only problem is it's not. If it's a great place to grow up and it's a great place to retire, if you're in the middle, if you love outdoor sports, yeah. it's perfect. It's great. But if you like going out, your nightlife, yeah, maybe yeah. It's okay, I can see that. There's like there is a good like but Tassie. Bro, everyone there lives on a beachside house. Are yeah. you kidding? They yeah, can get, yeah, it's and uh, the weather. Well, I don't know about weather. I went there it was great. You, was were great. you there for the Falls Festival? I was there for Falls Festival, and I was there just maybe three weeks ago to do some gigs. Sweet. Great. What yeah. about did you do the did you do the one at Franklin or no? I did uh, the the. Man, it's just escaping me right now. No, but no, that's cool. The hotel, uh, Gaba, Yaba, Waratah, Grand Puba. Does that make sense to you? No, in I think I think I know the one. I think it's Waratah, maybe. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, no, no, that's good. But yeah, I'm glad you had fun there. So you, yeah. you've been ambassador for because they've got a they've got a comedy festival. 
They do. In June, you're yeah. going to go back? No. Or no. no. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I hope about Tommy Get on to Ronnie. He loves the place. Bring him back. Uh, yeah, I would love to go back to Tasmania. Tasmania was a lot of fun. Underrated as a weekend destination. You guys should go down there. It's beautiful beaches. Yeah. Uh, beautiful mountains and valleys. Un- unsullied yeah. by human touch. I mean, Falls is pretty. Did you do Marion Mar- Mar- Bay? Do, did you do both Falls? Did you do Tassie yes. and Victoria? Yeah. So that would have been... R- How, what bands were you on with this year? Like I was on with Coolio. Oh. <laughs> That's got to be... You, got, you must have been sitting there oh. watching Coolio. Did you watch him side oh. the stage or... Oh, dude. Coolio. Cool. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I mean, some of these old 80s acts, one-hit wonders, they, like, they do the hit first and then mm. play it directly afterwards again because like, that's what the crowd wants to see, you know? Mm. So how many times did he play Gangster's He Paradise? played it... I think he played it once... He would have done an extended version, though. Uh, I'm, uh, you know what? I'm not sure if it's extended, but the crowd, he drew a crowd. Uh, some guys there, some, 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 some guys were being dicks. Like The hipsters were like, let's go watch this ironically. <laughs> they actually said that you could overhear them going, we're going to go watch Coolio ironically. And so they went. Um, but that was, he had a lot of fans, and he nailed it. I think he nailed it. I mean, in my opinion, he nailed it. Yeah, it's um, a stone-cold classic. That oh, Gangster's yeah. Paradise. Yeah. It's an amazing... Yeah. 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 But I mean, that might, you must be like you've had a lot of success in the last year, but and you're going to have a gr- long and great career, oh, dude. It's uh, going to be pretty hard to top <laughs> performing with Coolio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe one day next. Technically, year. I didn't perform with him, but he gave me a high five and offered me a beer, amongst other things, uh, <laughs> which I actually declined everything. So, oops. But there you go. Okay. Like, unless you know, in a couple of years, you do home bacon, oh, and they've got Shaggy. Shaggy. It's going to be pretty hard to it's, top. You are right. You know, I think I should just quit now because uh, I peaked with Coolio. You peaked with Coolio. Shaggy's the biggest phony since Benji and John Madden. Like he speaks in like a an articulate American accent. Are you dissing Mr. Boombastic? I certainly am. Wow. The lyrical lover. The guy. I thought he was a Caribbean, you know, Rasta man. And you mean he's not. I heard him he's in what? interview and he sounds like fucking Dawson's Creek. <laughs> what the Craig like trickle trickle <laughs> trickle no oh, that's a dated reference there Lester when was Dawson's Creek been on the air I've had Get Smart Perry Mason and Dawson's, Dawson's Creek, Creek. you're getting there well you started what 67 you're no, about 60s, 10 years 70s. behind you're up to 90s yeah. you'll, you'll be up to date but you talk about one hit one like I, yeah, was, I suppose was Coolio. Did he have anything else? Or he had was um, one, two, three, four. Get Ronnie Chang on the floor. <laughs> he had another song which I don't know. Oh. He had a couple. He but did do you a think couple like, songs. Because I mean, this is like. Do you think in like twenty years' time? Because it was now. How long ago was Gangs? It was probably about fifteen years. He had a song, Fantastic Voyage, and he had one, two, three, four. Get your woman on the floor. Oh, okay, so, he's, so but he had like you, three. Hits. But I'm just saying, it's like in fifteen years' time, his Falls Festival going to be like Ronnie's going to come back, and it's like, oh, size on the main stage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, hips, the hipsters. Hopefully, hipsters won't still be around in fifteen years, but yeah. I'm guessing they will be. Yeah, they'll be going. Let's go watch Sai ironically. ironically. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole thing. <laughs> well, Ronnie, thank you so much for dropping oh, by it. Air JHQ. Yeah, we've we've thanks, had some man. fun. With, yeah, um, time flew. So people see Melbourne Comedy Festival. You're there for the whole month. Yes, I'm there for the whole f- run. I think it's 21st of the March. April. Oh, no, April. to 21st of March to April. Yeah, and you're at Sydney Comedy Festival. Yeah, Sydney Comedy Festival. I'm at Sydney Comedy Festival. Ch- as well. You got a website? Yeah, uh, RonnieChang.com. I put all the shows up there, so it's R O N N Y C H I E N G dot com. Swear, and you're on Twitter as well. Yes, Ronnie Chang <laughs> at yeah. Ronnie Chang at Ronnie Chang. Yeah. <laughs> so follow Ronnie. We'll give him a follow forward on the Edge Twitter. Um, you've also you've got a, is it a podcast or a video podcast? I've got uh, uh uh, I, I got I got both technically. Uh, come, you can come listen to my podcast on my website. Yeah, but don't don't listen to it. It's, it's oh, it's funny. It's it's, pre- it's not like this. This is like high production value. Oh, no, this, I, this you guys have intro music. 
Everything I don't know. So tune in, check it out. Or better yet, go see him at a live the, show. The, the Ron Effect podcast. Uh, don't listen to it. Don't listen yep. to it. Yep. Well, don't don't listen to it. But do go to his go go to his website. Check the whole thing out. If you're in an office, go to Ronnie Chang. There's no porn on the. There's website. no porn on their website. What a better way to get just work through the RonnieChang.com in the yep. office. Send it round. Yep. Make it go viral. It's made, it's made to be explored. The website. It is. Say. It's just yeah. you know you you're sitting there typing away. Mm. Type mm. your letter at work. <laughs> check out the Ronnie Chang website. Yeah. And while you're at it, check out ComedyOnEdge.com. It's got all our shows, links to past podcasts. Um, if you listen to this on fi- on iTunes, give us five stars. It costs you guys nothing. Um, also, if you want to follow us, I'm on Twitter at M underscore W underscore OH. I'll give a follow for Josh, Lester, and Dave are all on Twitter. Check out the website for their addresses. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Ronnie. Thanks. Have a good week. Thanks, guys. What up, bro? Yeah.